0: Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Cued Up.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Cued Up. That was another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, Josh?
0: I'm better than you are, actually. Yeah. You've been tongue-tied quite a bit. Well,
1: you know, this is what happens when you have a fever and your brain is cooking, so there's that. Um, I have I, have, I uh... have a sickness. I don't know what it is exactly. It's certainly not like a chest cold, which I'm used to, but it's it's like I have a fever... My head's kind of in the clouds, but I can agree. Do, do
0: you do you need a prescription of more cowbell?
1: <sighs> what era do we live in, Josh, where that is acceptable?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I you know, here's the thing, here's the thing. Maybe it would help? I don't think it would because modern medicine and science have proven that you know, things like that don't really help a fever, but so you know, that kind of ties into one of the things today that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, science versus weird beliefs.
1: <laughs> so the two things we're going to talk about is a show that my brother, uh, who's also named Josh, recommended that we watch called Russian Doll. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about a documentary. So, so last week, or sorry, not last week, but last review episode, we talked about doing the Korean or South Korean, is it North Korean? No, South Korean. Uh, south korean zombie movie uh called kingdom which took place in like the 13th century and all that jazz i proceeded to start watching it it was pretty boring to be frank um so i was looking for something different and a lot of people were talking about this documentary on netflix and i and i was like okay let's, let's see what this is about and it was supposed to be a flat earther documentary and i went oh my god like uh 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 Documentary that flat earthers made about why they, they think the earth is flat. This should be hilarious. Well, it wasn't what I thought it was. I mean, it was about flat earthers, but not in the way that I thought it was. So we'll talk about that. That's called beyond the curve. We did mention that on our. Uh, be be
0: behind the curve. Sorry,
1: be, did I say behind? Uh, beyond. I meant behind. You, you said beyond. Yeah, sorry, behind the curve. Um we did mention this on our Facebook discussion group, which you should go join. Um, And uh, we had a few people in there attempt to start watching it. (laughs) and couldn't get through it, which is totally understandable. It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The, the ones in question that commented, you know, one is an engineer and another one, uh, she is a fertility scientist. So Yeah, they couldn't finish it because of just the absurdity.
1: Well, uh, okay, so we'll be talking about those two things. Um, uh, Before we get into that, uh, guys, just a quick reminder. Um, We are going to be changing up the website a little bit here soon. Do you want to talk about that real quick, Josh? Uh, No. Okay.
0: Uh, Because, you know... Basically, the website's going to have a different look, and it's going to shift, but it's still going to be the same domain, and it's going to have embedded players in it and everything, and it's a cost-benefit uh, a cost benefit analysis, basically, because, you know, I cover the website fees out of pocket, and, you know, um, it's going to save me a little bit of money each month, and it'll be less responsibility on me because I won't have to code and program anything on my own. It will all be taken care of on that end. Right, and that's and it's going to save me money and time. Right, so, that's all
1: I wanted to get out was the website will look different. Um, soon ish. I don't know when exactly, but it'll look different. Uh, just so just just know that it's it's uh the, everything's the same. Our 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 content's not going to change. Nothing's going different. We still got an episode a week, one review, one where. Josh and I talk about nonsense. Um yeah, I just want to let you guys know that. That's all. That was all there. Was. No biggie. No no uh no fretting, just uh what's going down in the realm? all queued up realm. Alright, Josh, do you want to talk about crazy people? Uh always. <laughs> Alright, so behind the curb Again, I saw a bunch of buzz on like Twitter and Facebook about this documentary and that it was hilarious and also very annoying and I was like what like what is it about that makes it this way so I mentioned to Josh and Josh is just like yes anything other than kingdom um I guess do you want to give him a synopsis Josh well, I mean <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're flat earthers, man, and they are. I kind of associate these people with militant atheists. Now, I myself am an atheist, but I don't go up to everyone that I meet and see, and say, "Hey, um, you know, God's not real, right?" I don't do that shit. You know, I don't... Normally, I don't disclose anything about my beliefs to anyone. You know, I'm just like... um, I'm of the kind of person who... Like, I'm skeptical. But, you know, you prove something to me through scientific observation. Fine. I'll accept that that is a reality. But that doesn't mean I'm going to... You know, what have you. These people, flat out on the other hand, flat out refuse to see reason, scientific observation that disproves their theory, and want to shove it in everyone's faces. They're just like random strangers sitting in parked cars reading books. People walking up to them, hey, you know the earth's flat, right? And they're like, what? Yeah, there is flat. You don't live on a globe. You live in a dome. They believe that the Earth is a flat disk and that there is no South Pole. It's just an ice wall, 360-degree, 200-foot tall ice wall that houses all of our continents and oceans. And then beyond that, there are undiscovered continents and oceans. And there is a dome. And
1: called called the, called the firmament. So something about me that yeah. something about me that you guys don't know is I find there are conspiracies out there that are so wackadoo that you just don't even you don't even give them the time of day. Then there's some out there that are uh, hilarious, like the whole lizard people thing. That one's really funny. Um, and then there's ones out there that are. Fascinating because they go against everything that we've been taught by science. Um, but on, on the strangest scale. And then, and then to further that, um, when it's a growing mass of people, I become even more interested and fascinated. So flat earthers mm-hmm. just unbelievably fascinate me. I, I don't know why. And it, maybe it's a gun for punishment sort of thing. But I'll watch a YouTube video of a flat earther trying to prove the earth is flat and just be fascinated by the lengths that they go, the hoops that they jump through to try to prove that it's flat. Um, And, and that's the
0: thing. They've not been able to.
1: Well, well yeah, of course. None they're, they're of not. them have
0: been able to, but yet they claim, many of them claim, especially this Mark Sargent guy in this documentary, that they are winning versus science
1: they okay, so when you watch the doc- if you've ever watched the actual documentary um and and trust me it's a rough watch um, the one of the big things that is is spoken about in that documentary and in general is that uh, we've been lied to essentially that NASA and the government have been lying to us because dot 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 that's the problem. Usually with these conspiracy theories, there's a there's a path you can take. Not with not with flat earth. If any of them say NASA is 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 behind it or they're lying or the government's been lying, they don't have an answer. This is where it becomes fascinating to me because it is in all essence a conspiracy theory it's not this like detractor of science or i don't believe this p- specific science thing it all stems from a conspiracy theory it's even and show- mm-hmm. mark Sargent himself even says it in the documentary he's like when you're looking yeah. at conspiracy theories all day and you're bored with some things you're going to pick up one that's on the back of the the, the, the the back of the aisle there or shelf whatever and, it, you know, it's on the equivalent of how to make a poop sandwich, as he says. Well, yeah, of course. How to make a poop sandwich and how, why the earth is flat are par and par, in my opinion. Um,
0: actually, you could make a poop sandwich much easier than prove the earth is flat. and believable.
1: The, the like. question is, would you want to? That's, that's my...
0: No, no, you wouldn't want to at all. But I'm just saying that can actually be done. True.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, accurate. Um but there have been so many things I've watched. So this documentary doesn't just go into what flat earthers believe. It doesn't just go into the conspiracy theories. It goes into Mark Sargent's life. And for the first time ever, I felt bad for a flat earther. <laughs> uh
0: and he didn't he he even said he didn't start out this way. At the time this documentary was filmed, which was probably in 2017, over the course of 2017, um, he said that he had only been a believer in flat Earth for the past two years, just over two years. He said, "I didn't choose flat Earth; flat Earth chose which me." Which is arguably I one of the to, funniest
1: fucking lines in the whole movie.
0: Yeah, he's like, "I set out to debunk it because that's what—that's how a lot of us start. We." We're like, oh, no, that can't be true. And then we discover, no, it really Fals- is true.
1: Falsifying science is a science. And in all respective terms, they are doing science. The problem is, is it's bunk science. It's...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just... And th- I don't want to discredit the intelligence level of many of the people portrayed in this, because they are... Uh, some of them come across as very intelligent. Yeah, but they're also extremely gullible, and a lot of them are anti-government, pro-conspiracy theory kind of people. Right, and they're applying their intelligence in the wrong direction. Exactly.
1: There's a whole part towards the endish of the movie where there was a uh, uh, I don't want to say a science a scientist meetup, but it was a bunch of scientists in a room. Having a fun night, kind of doing an open mic night sort of thing. I don't know. It was it was very unclear as to why all of these people from NASA and um, universities and whatnot were getting together. But this one guy gets up on stage and he has this speech about how we as a society need to stop ostracizing and pointing and laughing at the the flat earthers because in in a sense. They are inquisitive minds. They do, at the end of the day, want to figure this stuff out. It's just at a certain point in their life, they were steered in the wrong direction. And when we push them further and further away, we're pushing away potential great minds of science. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a very nice message. I was like, wow, that's actually a way I've never looked at flat earthers. I've always just Mm pointed and laughed. So... Yeah, uh, this documentary like was kind of interesting in that in that aspect. Um, I still don't, in any way, shape, or form, think that flat Earth should be uh, revered in a scientific aspect. It's like oh, the the one girl she talks about it. I know it was a guy. They were they were interviewing scientists, and they basically were discussing how like one thing about science that's really interesting is you can falsify information. But if you don't give any information to falsify, you can't really argue the science at all, and that's the problem with Flat Earth theory is that there's no evidence to falsify
0: oh uh, yeah, and they're trying to say, well, you know you know how we proved that the earth is flat because you don't see any uh flats from the southern hemisphere across the Indian Ocean or the southern Pacific Ocean and like
1: a girl does it literally um, immediately.
0: Okay, yeah, there's there's flights. It's just, you know, the reason why there are nonstop flights from some such places like, say, L.A. to, um, you know, what's the uh, Cape of South Africa? Uh, you know, you're not going to see nonstop flights there because that's a long time. You're looking at, what, fourteen, sixteen thousand 16,000 mile flights. And there's fuel capacities. You've got to be able, when you're flying a plane, to be able to reroute and land within an hour to two hours in case of emergencies. There are reasons why safety protocols in place, why flights don't go directly across these huge, vast uh, spans of ocean. Because if something happens and they go down, guess what? You're never finding them. They're still looking for that flight that crashed, what, three years ago? Over in the South Pacific?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that doesn't mean the Earth's fucking flat, people. You've got to apply logic and rationale to things. And yeah, that one scientist, she's like, oh, okay, this guy's going south. Where's he going? Hmm. Well, see, that just, just proves one of their crucial tests. And it's. It's frustrating because, you know, like we said, some of these people are very, very intelligent. Like uh, the one man, his name escapes me. It wasn't the guy that was the main focus of a majority of the documentary. The taller, the taller guy, a little heavy set, gray hair and beard, um, they were trying to do curvature studies to, prove the, to disprove that the Earth has curvature you know right because in the very opening scene mark sergeant's like hey look over there that's seattle if the earth were curved you wouldn't be able to see seattle and i'm sitting here thinking dude are you realizing how big the earth is and how small you are on the surface of it thinking about scale yeah you can see the tops of some buildings but you can't see the fucking sidewalks can you
1: that was one I thing mean, that come he on he also points out something within that same scene where he he goes and I'm not going to believe any like uh you know like with the 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 way that uh light refracts off of things and our atmosphere and it, like it being kind of a mirage like I don't believe any of that I'm like ugh. literally everything you said is why you can see it <laughs> Mhm It was it was yeah it's just it's, I get why for some people listening to Flat Earthers talk is, 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 is frustrating. Because. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally understand it. Um, I do, in a sense, revel in the absurdity. Uh, there's a website I used to go to all the time called Everything is Terrible, where I would watch bad infomercials, or I would watch terrible, um, uh, QVC, like, situations, or.
0: hey you remember the one about the dude that was on the home shopping network where he's like trying to demonstrate how sturdy a samurai sword is yes and he whacks it on the tabletop and the blade breaks and it flips back and cuts him in the stomach yes
1: yes yes
0: there's dude i remember seeing that shit happen live back in the
1: day but i love that stuff like like i cannot i cannot emphasize enough how how entertaining that is to me um I don't know why I don't know why it does not make any sense to any human or logical brain, but I find the shit fascinating. And I also found it fascinating with this documentary. As I stated earlier, like I felt bad for Mark, not because like, like I did see a joke on Twitter that made me laugh. He was like, why am I trying to watch a flat earth documentary? But it's just a guy getting friend zoned for an hour and a half. That was really funny Ooh. to me. Cause it's kind of true. Oh, it's God. accurate. Um, oh yeah, friend zoned by cats to be specific. Um, but, uh, when it shows the, the loneliness that Mark goes through because he, uh, has chosen this life, because he's chosen mm-hmm. to, in a sense, follow this path that. He doesn't get to have very many friends. He doesn't get to have uh, a love life. Essentially, he he has chosen a, um I don't want to say a, a path of celibacy, because let's be realistic that that convention that happened in Raleigh, he could have absolutely found a, a roadie, <laughs> not a roadie. I'm sorry. a, oh, yeah, a rupee. Ab- uh, yeah, absolutely. Um.
0: And the fact, the fact that Hutch and Brian and Brittany live down in Raleigh, if they have, if they have that there again, I need them to let us know. So, because I want somebody to sneak in and just film some of that absurdity. So I knew
1: about that 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 convention because Brian was very upset that it was happening in Raleigh. <laughs> he's like, he's like,
0: that makes sense. he's like,
1: fucking Raleigh has a stupid flat earthers convention this weekend, <laughs> and this happened like last year at some point. Oh, Dude, it's just it's just I'm fascinating, you, man. man. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I'm just interested. That in, would, in how That people would almost
0: me. be worth that would almost be worth the drive just to go down there because it's like a five hour drive for me. It almost be worth the drive to go down there and check that out just to try to pick some of these people's brains, man.
1: Yeah, I, I was not even kind of surprised when um, I can't think of her name suddenly. Uh, Patricia. Because CIA. Um, when she started talking about... <laughs> yeah! When she started oh talking God. about all of the conspiracy theories against her, I was like, shocking. A bunch of other flat earthers are having conspiracy theories against popular flat earthers. I'm not even kind of shocked by that. Like that...
0: Because, and, and associating her name, like, oh, because your name's Patricia, that means, you know, the last three letters, you're in the CIA. I'm like, Wow. These people are reaching, man.
1: Well, they, yeah, that's, for... that's the whole point of conspiracy theories, Josh, is you have to reach. Now, I don't know. Again, we haven't talked about this, and I could go more in-depth on it in the other podcast if you guys want to. But I'll briefly mention it now. When I was in 12th grade, I got really, really into conspiracy theories. And not just, like, into them in the sense of, like, oh, they're fascinating. Like, believing. You want to know the dumbest one, Josh? I full-on believed. Right. Full-on believe that um, FDR uh, called Japan to have them attack Pearl Harbor so that way – Pearl Harbor so that way we could get into World War II. I believed that in 12th grade. Now, now, here's the thing. (laughs) I do have a skeptical mind and when one person said nah bud i was like really and like looked into it at that age and was like well oh, i'm a fucking idiot and there's a
0: so it's not it's not the fact that you actually believed a conspiracy theory and were trying to dig up the truth it's like you accepted it upon hearing it for the first time at face value
1: kind of so the the guy the the teacher that got me into all these conspiracy theories was a um believe it or not he was a history teacher now let's be clear he was a history teacher um no he was an english teacher my bad he was an english teacher the history teacher was different uh but they were at a continuation high school i don't know if you know what that is exactly but i'll briefly mention that i didn't do homework so i had bad grades didn't get enough credits to graduate and the only way to graduate was to go to a continuation high school and gain more credits so in his class, he had laser discs that I would watch of, like, the JFK assassination, of the moon landing, of uh, alien crop circles, like, all that kind of shit. And I would watch them over and over and over, and and that was my research. That's as far as that went. At this time, internet and and home computers wasn't, like, the world's biggest thing. I think at this point we still had... Like, I think DSL was the highest you could get on internet quality. And mm-hmm. um, so I'd go down to the local library, the Hillgrove Library, and I did my own research there. And upon doing research and and learning that in order to have fact, it has to be multiple sourced. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, I'm deeply, deeply wrong here. Great. Um. That being said, uh, when it comes to some other conspiracy theories, that's where I think I become a little bit more, um, a little bit more mindful in, in how that stuff works. Uh, how do I say this correctly? Flat flat Earth. Is like these guys are legitimately trying to prove flat or, or trying to prove round Earth wrong. They're taking the scientific measures to do that. Are they still wrong? Absolutely. But that's the that's the path that they're taking. They're they're looking for multiple resources. They're trying to do their own research, and I guess that's more so where my my interest comes in. Because the people, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to, like, let's say the JFK assassination or that dumb one that I believe with uh, FDR, um, mm-hmm. there is no multiple sources. It's one guy screaming from the top of a mountain going, I believe that our government is corrupt because of this one thing that I, that I thought one time. And so that's, yeah, yeah. that's the difference between those conspiracies and Flat Earth. And they show it in this documentary that the Flat Earthers are trying to do their own research. Granted, yeah. granted, they're pulling the typical, and at the
0: very end. <laughs> well,
1: it's not just that. It's not just that part. It's also the whole like them, uh, going to the extent of. Okay, so when
0: purchasing purchasing twenty thousand dollar laser gyroscopes to try to disprove the curvature of the Earth, they are like literally. They're very passionate. And invested in this, but I mean, come on.
1: Well, and but the other issue, Josh, is and and they kind of mention this in the documentary, is that they're cherry picking the information that they want. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not just. It's not just like, oh, well, you know, like this proves me wrong. Let's try to get in a different location. And they're just like, well, it's not giving the information or the data that we want. So let's let's alter it so that way it gives us the information that we want. And that's just wrong. That's just that's yeah. just bunk science right there. Wholeheartedly.
0: so Data manipulation, you just, you can't have data manipulation if you want accurate results. And, you know, multiple testing uh, under multiple different uh, environments, circumstances, that's all well and good. As long as you're being consistent with your testing methods, you know, to see the variety of data you'll get from that. But these guys, whoo. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. It was, it was something else to behold. It was, well, yeah. Misty watched it with me. Misty watched it with me, and she was just like, "Man, <laughs> she's like, how do people still buy into this?" I was like, "I don't know." It. And then there's that one guy who who has changed his name, that Matt Bayard or whatever his name, and calls himself Math something else. And he's like, I'm the one that, you know, I started Flat Earth. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were saying the Earth was flat 2,000 years ago, dude. You didn't start shit.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess he's talking about the resurgence of it here recently.
0: Probably. He's taking credit for it anyway. And of course, you know, he's the one taking credit for that. And he's calling this Mark Sargent guy uh, a Warner Brothers executive employed by NASA and the CIA to infiltrate the Flat Earth Society. And his real name is this, and the by, uh, and he's playing a character owned by this, and I'm just like, man, these people.
1: Yeah, that, that's 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 like there are people within the flat Earth community that are clearly kind of not right in the head, but there are there yeah. are a lot like Mars Sargent, for example, who are seemingly level-headed. They're just misguided, like like it. Like,
0: it's nobody's business. Uh, Dude, there's this one guy in there. This guy, his name was Chris Pontius. He was the one that made the models. Like, the Flat Earth Disc Terrarium models. And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'm like, Dude, this dude is an incredibly intelligent and talented craftsman who does beautiful work. That motorcycle that he made? out of the the wood paneling and shit and the displays, I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. It's like, it's a shame that he's focusing so much of his intelligence and craftsmanship to such a cause because, you know, that is definitely a mind that would be better applied elsewhere, you know? Just think of the positive things a mind like that could do. That's why, you know, it's like the scientists said in that convention, uh, that convention, It's important not to shun these people and to ridicule and make fun of them because minds can be changed. And when applied in the right direction, wonderful things can happen. And, you know, I just the age of the Internet, everyone has a soapbox and everyone has a voice and the ability to make it heard. And sometimes absurd things catch on, and I think this is one of them. And how long this trend is going to last, I don't know.
1: Um, I I doubt for very long. Uh, it seems like it doesn't seem to be growing at the exponential rate that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, like before this documentary was written. But <sighs> that's the thing: you're never going to get rid of people like flat earthers. You're never going to get rid of conspiracy theories. People. Oh, no, no! People always do this for, you know, forever. And um, I will always find it fascinating. Others will find it excruciating. And I get that. Um, but uh, I'm happy that this documentary is made because it, it kind of shines a light on these people's minds. And that to me was way more fascinating than anything else shown in the documentary.
0: Oh, yeah. I love seeing how some people think and view the world. I mean, I'm curious by that. But wow. Some things you just got. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. Yeah, exactly. No matter how badly you want to. Yeah.
1: Um, we should give grades though. We've been talking about this for half an hour. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll go first here, real quick. Uh. uh due to the fact that I, I already find flat earthers uh, fascinating, and then to further that, I really enjoy how people's minds work when it comes to specific things like this. Um. I I this documentary was very well structured, very well done, and had one of the most perfect endings I've ever seen in a documentary. Uh-huh. Uh so I'm gonna, I'm going to give it a solid A. Um I would watch it again. I actually want to with my dad. Uh uh-huh. I, I want to see his opinion and get his reaction on it. Um I understand again that it is really a rough rough watch for some people and that's perfectly okay. Um but for someone like me who finds shit just absolutely, absolutely, uh, uh, I don't want to say fucking interesting again because that's the word I keep using, but yeah, I just, I really dug it. I really dug it. Plus, I felt bad for Mark Sargent. I really did. I was like, everything that he's gone through ever since doing this, like, it's, it's a classic, it's a classic, you know, uh, story. You know, he's interested in a girl, she's not terribly interested in him. He, you know, because of his lifestyle he doesn't have a, a ton of friends and he actually made some enemies. Dude still so. li-
0: the dude's the dude's like 50 and lives with his mom.
1: Well, I mean, I'll probably be 50 and live with my mom, so I wouldn't judge that, but
0: uh, Yeah, but this guy obviously has money. You guys live in an area where, you know, your parents they're they're along in their years and they're not able to work uh, regular jobs, and you do live in a very high income area. And, you know, extenuating circumstances. This dude, he has, he's clearly got an education, and he's clearly got money because he's traveling all over the United States and everything, and that costs money he's living with his mom <laughs> yeah I'm sorry yeah, you're not, you're, but um, the whole the whole thing like oh people think flat earthers you know live in their mom's basements you're not helping the argument pal
1: <laughs> fair enough fair enough I, I just I, I don't know I like I said I felt bad for the guy I, I there was there was a bit of sympathy there and uh and I hope one day things change but yeah what do you think Josh what, what grade do you give it
0: I'm going to give it an A-minus. Uh, as a documentary, I thought it was well-presented, uh, and it there was no bias in it. It was like you're getting views from scientists, you're getting views from flat earthers. And, of course, you see how um, well-rounded the arguments are. Eh? Eh? You know,
1: <laughs>
0: out of yourself there. Yeah. yeah, I am. <laughs> but you know, uh, the the subject matter itself wasn't what made it so fascinating for me. You know, the just the whole flat Earth theory is just seeing these people and the way they think and how they're trying to make this movement grow. That was more fascinating. But the ending is just like, oh. You know, here you thought this was just going to be about flat earthers, you know, proving, trying to prove why they're right. And it totally wasn't. And then you see one of them totally disprove their own beliefs with scientific testing in the very end. And it's just like <laughs> that gotcha moment.
1: Well, it, it made it all the more sweeter when, like, they were asking Mark, like, if, if it was proven tomorrow that the Earth was not flat, if there was in indisputable evidence that the Earth was not flat. Like would you would you rebuke everything you said? And his response was like, "Maybe I don't know. I would have to see what the evidence is and go from there." And like he just he didn't have an answer. And then it was like it was like two months later or whatever. Two weeks later. Was it two weeks? Two weeks later. Yes. Yeah, and then they did the experiment that was like, "Yeesh."
0: Yeah, and that guy's like, "Interesting. Okay, that's interesting." So interesting that you just realized through uh, scientific testing that proven what the rest of us know to be true. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, the, the documentary itself, if you can get through the subject matter is a good documentary. It's well put together. So I give it an A minus.
1: Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead. And uh, since we're at, <laughs> we've been talking about that one for probably a little too long. Let's move right, in, yeah. let's move right into Russian doll. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. But first, before we talk about Russian dog, uh-huh. um, you know, guys, uh, check out uh, com. It's the hub for all of the things that we do, links to our Patreon site that we would love to get going, uh, you know, links to all of our social media platforms. We can follow the show, follow us as individuals, uh, episode listings, you know, a few content recommendations, and all that. So, yeah. Uh, also, a tab where you can go and buy merchandise to support the show, you know, and everything we make goes back into the production of the show. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, I pay for all this out of pocket, you know. um, We're not making money off of this. What little bit we do make, you know, goes back into the show to help deliver better content to you, and we really want this to be a success, and we love doing it, and we have fun doing it, so... If you're in a position to help the ch- to to help us out, help us grow, we'd really appreciate the contributions from you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 fucking wonderful that we have people that want to hear our opinion on this show and and uh, in a sense value what we have to say and the fact that you know people want to go above and beyond further than that with you know merchandise or sharing the podcast or whatever is I I. Deeply humbled by it, so thank you guys
0: so yeah. much. Yeah, we we appreciate all the support we've had in the past year and a half, and you know, hopefully, you know, now that we're going weekly, hopefully, you know, with uh, two alternating uh, platforms, you know, hopefully, it's going to help us out. So, yep, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's get into Russian doll. Uh, what were you going to
1: say? No, I was going to say I was literally going to say let's get into Russian doll. Uh. Alright. So well, this is a show Yeah, I was gonna give us an option.
0: Go, Josh. Yeah, this up. is
1: a show that pre-
0: premiered on February first on Netflix. Um it had actually been in my watch list and uh it was suggested by your brother that we should check it out. And I was like, Hey, okay, no problem. It stars uh Natasha Leone. She uh plays a woman named Nadia. It's her th- the show starts out. Uh, on her 36th birthday, and she's at a party. And at the end of the episode, she dies. And then immediately, she's standing in the bathroom again. Exactly how... Well,
1: I wouldn't say the end of the
0: episode. Well, before the end of the episode, yeah. She, I think she died twice yes. in the first episode. Yeah. But she's basically... You, you kind of get the feeling, oh, this is going to be like Groundhog Day. But it's not. Uh it is and it isn't. But it it was it was really cool how she's in this time loop, she's repeatedly dying and the process begins again, so she's, you know, just doing different things. And what episode was it that it's about three episodes in? When uh, she meets uh in the elevator at the end of the show. Yeah,
1: it's about three episodes in.
0: At the end of the episode, three episodes in, she, all these people are freaking out because this elevator cable snapped, and she looks at the dude next to her, and she's like, hey, anybody tell you we're about to die? He looks at her, he's like, it's okay, I die all the time. And then the impact. And she realizes, holy shit, this guy's going through the same thing, so it starts focusing on him. His name's Alan. And they're both dying every day, and they piece together, they're finally, they figure out they're both dying at the same time as the other and they're inexplicably intertwined. And it's just a fascinating uh, thing to see how it unfolds and progresses.
1: Yeah. Um, I definitely don't want to spoil this show because it, it has, it has some, some twists and turns that are fun to try to figure out as you're watching it. Absolutely. Um. So that's why I kind of want to make this show second. Uh don't want to put too much time into this and accidentally spoil something. But yeah. what I will say And the things
0: the, the things that I mentioned you see they happen in the actual trailer for the show. True,
1: true. Um Well, I don't want to like there's a point where I don't want to spoil. Like before that, whatever. Like the thing about this show you have to keep in mind is that even though what we've what we discussed, the show is really funny. Um
0: Absolutely. Well, I love Natasha Leone. You know, I've always been a fan of hers and anything she does, pretty much.
1: But you also have Amy Poehler as a writer. Yep. That, you can see her influence big time. Uh, Oh, yeah. Like, the scene in, like, I think the second or third episode where she's falling down the stairs consecutively and breaking her neck. Absolutely hilarious. Like, it is is Pratt Falls City right there with that darkness, the dark angle of, like, her dying every time. Holy mm-hmm. shit, dude. It is like, she, there's one more, she's just like, all right, nobody touch me. I fucking see you, and then gets knocked off the banister on the other side of the stairs like that. Yeah. God damn, yeah. it was
0: funny. And then, you know, she doesn't go down the stairs anymore. She's like, fire escape. I'm going down the fucking fire escape. And it's just funny as hell. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, it's. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of moments that are like, um, early on, she's having an argument with her ex husband, or ex boyfriend, who's getting a divorce, and, uh, Uh, she's so angry she doesn't see a uh, like a grate opened, and she falls into it and dies. And then the very next death is the exact same grate that she doesn't see. Uh, that happens in one episode and is fucking beautifully like constructed. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. but yeah, I think that was the first episode actually.
1: No, it was like the second or third for sure. Uh, Oh,
0: it must have been the second episode. Yeah, because the first death, she was hit by a car. Yeah,
1: her first and second death are hit by a car and drowned. she was trying to find a
0: runaway cat. She was trying to find a runaway cat, and that's when she saw him and runs out into the street, to cross the street to get him and gets nailed by a yeah. car. Yeah,
1: um, and then her second death is she falls off the banister while being drunk and drowns. Uh, and then the second episode is just like, she died like eight times of that episode. Um, Because it's it's the third episode that the show, like... Kind of takes that turn and goes, okay, we've had some fun with her deaths, but now we need to get into the whole, like, the mystery part of the show, the, the crate, like, what the fuck is going on part of the show, and, uh-huh. um, and then, and then, it, like, it's, it's interesting for another, like, four episodes, like, you're trying to figure out the connections between things, why is she going through this time loop, why is it connected by death exclusively, why is she dying at the same time as this guy, like, all these questions are coming up, and and it
0: and, and then also too, it's like as as these deaths keep happening and they keep becoming resurrected on the same day, you start to see flowers wilting and fruit starting to rot.
1: Kind and that and that's it, and that, right and that's that's now we're getting into spoiler territory, um, <laughs> because that that whole like fruit thing is 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 has a has a big plot point. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I'm not going to say anything else about it. I just.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to. That's something you
0: start to notice about three or four episodes in that's starting to happen.
1: Yeah, like I think it's the fourth episode. It might have been the end of the. No, because the third episode is the elevator. So it's definitely the fourth episode. Uh, The episode ends and she's like leaving the apartment of her birthday party again. And you see the flowers. You see
0: the wilting flowers. And you're just like,
1: what the fuck does that mean? Um. And then, like, the last two episodes are just fucking straight wackadoo, and it's great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 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 oh, I cannot stress how much this show will mess with your head. Uh, Especially when you think it's going one direction, and then it's not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I, I like the fact that she was a software engineer who helped design video games. Yeah, I they, that was a cool thing. Yeah,
1: I, I do. I will knock the show a little bit. I really, really hate when a show does fake video game stuff really badly. <laughs> yeah, and this show well. did it very badly. Um, there's a whole moment where she's talking to a guy. She's talking to that guy. And he's like, mm-hmm. I can't get past this one part in a game. And she's like, I right, well, made that game. And he's like, well, then fucking prove that you can get past it. And it's like this terrible flash game looking side scroller. Yeah, it looked looked, I mean, it was it was on par with like that shitty fucking cop show video game stuff. And it it legitimately bothered me because I was like, if you're going to make her a software engineer for crying out loud, at least at least do it right. You know, don't make it so obvious. So I don't know that that bothered me. But uh, other than that, like it wasn't a make or break for the whole show.
0: No, no. It just, I just thought it was a cool part of her character was that she was this.
1: I mean, and and I agree. I, I just feel like it would have been cooler had the had the science made sense. Yeah, not science. Jesus Christ, I'm thinking of fucking the documentary. Had the there, there's a whole part of it that just didn't didn't fit for me. And again, it, it has everything to do with the. Uh, it has everything to do with the 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 um uh, the game that they showed that that's the part that broke up apart broke mm-hmm. but uh yeah i don't know like it's uh god I'm trying to figure out what to say about it that doesn't spoil it so-
0: without giving away spoilers yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 acting very strong you know oh, because yeah. not only you have natasha leone. Uh the guy that plays Alan, uh Charlie Barnett, he did a great job. Um, you know, and they're, they're the two they're the two main main characters. Oh yeah, but, absolutely.
1: They uh You
0: know, the uh it was smartly, cleverly written. It was funny, it very dark humor. Uh also very uh lewd humor at times uh which which works for me uh you know i enjoy that but it, it was a lot of fun and it's just really uh it's short it's eight episodes they're half an hour twenty twenty four 24 to 30 minutes each so it's not a long watch so it's something you could easily watch in an
1: evening or two. Yeah, it's super, super digestible. I am killing myself right now trying to remember what I wanted to bring up about it. Oh, that's what it was. Good Lord. So she dies a lot in the show, as we've stated. And Mm there is a song that's playing at her party when she dies that if I ever hear that song again in my life, I might might do something (laughs) about it. Uh, People won't survive. Um, It was like... I, it was very frustrating to hear that song so many times. I get it. I get that it's meant to be frustrating because that's what she has to experience, and they want a little bit of that frustrating on the audience, but my God, I I could not handle I was It was killing me how much I was hearing that song.
0: Yeah, because you heard a lot of that song. Unlike in Groundhog Day, we just hear a little bit of I Got You, Babe uh, each morning. You heard oh, in some instances of this, you heard almost the entire song. Yeah, <laughs> like more than once.
1: Yeah, it was that—that that killed me. I was like, but I was like, there's the, got to the, be a way. The lyrics,
0: this. the lyrics to the song actually fit though.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I I noticed that like episode two when I heard it the eighth time. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really my only gripe. That's really the only thing I can think of that I disliked about this show was that whole thing. Like, that just got on my nerves. Um, But, you know, the the, the plot of the show and every, all the acting and stuff like that kept me going. So, you know, tiny gripe, but a gripe nonetheless. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. Um, Any other thoughts, Josh, before we move on to grades? Uh, shout out
0: to Polly, from Rocky as being the old guy who lived in the building that Alan lived in.
1: Holy shit, that was him. Yeah, it was Burt Young, man. Huh. <laughs> I, uh, did not... I mean, I, I, now, I now that I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was him, but at the time, I didn't even pick up on that. Huh. Well, what do you know?
0: Uh, yeah, there's, there's not much you can say without really spoiling important and major plot points because it is such a short show, you know, eight less than half hour episodes. It's really easy to give away something, key details that will just absolutely ruin the viewing experience. And we don't want to do that. We don't ever strive to do that. There
1: are some shows or movies that we watch on this show that I don't. We'll spoil the shit out
0: of because, you know. Well, this one, this one's a cleverly well-written, uh, cleverly and well-written, well-acted, funny, dark humor. Uh, it, it's I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a solid A. All
1: right, uh, you know what? I'm I'm going in the same ballpark. I think uh, everything that planned out. I was I was enthralled from beginning to end, and it is very digestible. Um, I'm also gonna give it an A. Uh, I, I, I really want, I'm fascinated to see that if they ever do a season two, where it would go, who, like, what would it be about? Would it be about a different character entirely? Like, I'm fascinated by that aspect. Um,
0: yeah, because if I don't see how there could be a season two with these same characters.
1: Right, right. It would most likely just be a, um, uh, what's it called? A anthology
0: series oh okay sorry yeah as yeah as a as an anthology series focusing on a different set of characters you know I could see how they could continue it that way but other than that no I think this would be a standalone but you know time will tell we'll see
1: yeah absolutely uh yeah so two A's on Russian Doll definitely definitely check out that show it's it's well worth your time and it's it's super short like Move the length of two films at best. Yeah. Uh, three, if you're watching shorter movies. Um, yeah, guys, that's going to do mm-hmm. it first on the podcast this week. Uh, two solid, solid things. I mean, I guess it depends on your angle on behind the curve, but for me, it was solid.
0: <laughs> if you get around to it and you can stomach a uh, watch, you know, it's, it's it's worth checking out. It really is. Yeah. Fascinating look at these flat earthers. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh but definitely like if you're looking for a good short show to watch just to kinda make your brain work a little bit, Russian doll is definitely in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um so next next week, Josh and I will be back on Uninhibited talking about things that irritate us mm-hmm. and or our lives.
0: And, uh, you know, if there's something that you want us to talk about specifically, send in a question or a discussion topic, uh, you can submit those to us at our email, allq.podcast at gmail.com, or in the uh, Facebook discussion group that we have available, and you can find that on our website at Uh, Let us know. We appreciate feedback and you know we like hearing the uh discussion topics and you know we record on Wednesdays and publish on Fridays so
1: Yep Um but uh next 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 week so two weeks from now uh we will be reviewing a movie and a new what looks like a sitcom it looks like a comedy the title of the episodes would say that it's a comedy Uh there's a movie called Triple Frontier stars um Ben Affleck,
0: Ben Affleck, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, a good a good, a good drops. Yeah,
1: a good lineup of of good talent. Um, and then uh, the comedy Working Moms. Um,
0: yeah, Working Moms. As, it's thirteen episodes, twenty two minutes long each, so that'll be an easy watch.
1: <clears throat> yes. Oh, apology. Whew. uh, but uh, yeah. So, Triple Frontier, Working Moms, definitely check those out. I doubt that those will change, because they're both very short and digestible, so I don't see a problem watching either one. Um,
0: Yeah, and I myself am going to be really busy, like, at the time this is published, uh, I will be traveling, so I won't be home from, like, 7 a.m. Friday morning until about 10 p.m. Sunday night. Uh, I'll, uh, Misty and I are going to a wedding. Uh... In Northern Virginia, up outside of D.C., a couple of friends of ours, uh, Jason and Bethany, are getting married. Uh, they're part of the realm of collectors, so there's also going to be about 30 other members of the realm there. So it's going to be a fun time, you know. Saturday wedding and then shenanigans to continue thereafter. So
1: nice, you know, dope. Oh, um, yeah, I'll
0: definitely definitely be mentioning and talking about it some next week on Uninhibited. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: awesome. Um uh I think that said I'm looking at my notes, yeah, Josh, where can they find you online?
0: uh well, you know, all my social media profiles are on my Facebook page, uh you know, which is my regular name, you know, you can follow me on twitter, twitch, uh Instagram, all that, but yeah, you can catch me not only on this show every Friday but every Friday on the uh realm of collectors youtube channel i'm on a show called mpsp theater we're not doing a show this friday because several of us are actually traveling to the wedding uh so we'll be traveling and all that so we're taking this week off but we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and you can also catch me occasionally on off the runner and uh here the past couple of days when i've not been working on the diorama i've been building I've been playing some Octopath Traveler on oh, nice. my wonderful Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it. But that's uh, where they can find me. What about you, Greg? Where are you at? Uh
1: you can go to twitter dot com, uh search Chubbruck Geek and you'll find me there. Uh that's where I'm usually active. Um Uh I'll be more active on the Facebook discussion group. I need to we both need to be more active on there. We've been kinda of laxadazel. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But uh, you can also find me every Wednesday uh, live on Twitch on uh, Mission Underscore Start, where Anthony and I discuss the latest in gaming news, or at least what articles he wants to talk about. Uh, That's fine by me. But I also have a segment on there that I'm very proud of called Why You're Wrong, where I basically argue the internet. It started off with me getting angry because I was angry in general with my life. But now that things have kind of calmed down for me and I'm a little bit happier, it's more just me telling the internet why they're wrong in a very calming manner, which is arguably yeah, nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: there's not as much vitriol and anger there. Right,
1: right. So, um, But definitely check that out. And if you want to watch the individual segments, we do upload each individual news segment that we talk about on our YouTube channel, which is Mission Start Tubes. Um, Other than that, I think that's it right now. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Um, I guess, you know, occasionally I I stream on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv slash As
0: Uh, We need to have a jackbox now. We've not done that in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the difficulty of it as of right now, Josh, is I... When I would stream Jackbox is, uh, on a Saturday, if you will, is more more likely when I would be doing DoorDash. Yeah. So it'd have to be a Monday, Tuesday night if I was to stream. Mm, man, those are two nights that I can't. Yeah, no, it's it's a bit rough, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah. um, maybe maybe a. Jackbox afternoon or something like that. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah. We could get some people together and do that. That'd be fun. There's
1: also a chance that I could take a Saturday off, but I don't know. Uh, well, yeah guys, but yeah, definitely follow me on Twitch. Um so when I do stream there, you guys can check that out. Uh but yeah. Um I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um yep. Again, check out uh Triple Frontier and Working Moms so you can join us in two weeks from now when we discuss that. Uh, give us your questions, your inquiries, your topics to talk about for InInhibited. And guys, we'll see you next week.
0: Take care, everybody.